0: God, if there's anybody in the building
1: uh, with the testimony that God turned it, I dare you to take about 30 seconds uh, and give God uh, a praise in this house. Yeah! My God, they began to sing that song and I'm going to tell you what the Lord reminded me of. How many of you remember the story uh, of little Queen Esther? the Bible said that the king wanted to destroy God's people and so he weaved a plan and he thought he was a trickster but he come to find out the joke was on him he built a gallows that was designed for every child of God to hang from he was the superintendent over the project for the weapon that would destroy god's people Uh, but when god turned
0: the situation uh, the heart the king's heart uh, was in the favor of queen esther uh, and he said you know what Uh, you're gonna be the one uh, that's gonna be the first one uh, on the gallows Uh, god turned the situation around Uh, i feel like telling somebody this morning uh, my bible says uh, that no
1: weapon uh, formed against you uh, shall be able uh, to prosper. uh. It will be formed, uh, but
0: it will not prosper. uh.
1: Of you are facing situations uh, and you're watching the gallows be built uh, and you're watching the weapon be formed. Uh, but I came to tell somebody uh, God is letting your enemy uh, build the weapon uh, that's gonna destroy himself. Uh. Somebody ought to open your mouth like Joseph this morning uh, and declare uh, you meant it for evil, uh, but God. Uh, Minute
0: for good, one more time. Somebody put your hands
1: together and give God a great praise.
2: Hallelujah!
1: Wow, come on, clap your hands one more time under the Lord in this place. As you remain standing all over this house, we're preparing for the entrance of the word of the Lord into this place. It is our custom. To stand for the entrance of God's word into his house. Amen. And uh, we would stand for dignitaries if they were to walk in the building. We would stand for kings and for presidents. And so it is our privilege and honor to stand for the entrance of the word of the Lord into his house. Amen. And we are excited about what God wants to do. You may have never been a part of a Mother's Day church service like this before, but welcome to the Rock Church of Fort Myers amen amen we're so delighted that you are in the house of the Lord. I looked over this morning and it's so good to see Brother Julian in the house of the Lord this morning amen I love this young man and been praying for him and it is good to see you son in the house of the Lord today and uh, how many of you are grateful for the ministry of evangelist John Willis? Amen. I am thankful for I am thankful for the fivefold ministry. I mean, if you understand that it is the New Testament pattern of God that the fivefold ministry is used for the perfecting of the saints, and uh, there are some things that God anoints an evangelist to preach, to say, to do, um, that He has not anointed a pastor to say or to do. And uh, we are thankful for the work of the evangelist. And um, Brother Willis is no stranger to this house. Of course, has spent many weeks here in the past ministering the word of the Lord and laboring among us. And I appreciate his commitment to every single church service to find the will of God and get his hand on the pulse of God. And Brother Willis, we love you. We're so grateful you're here amen amen good to have brother Thane Buxton with us again this weekend all the way from Chula Vista California and we know it's Mother's Day and we're going to have a great time celebrating our mothers Uh, but brother Willis we have come prepared for what the Lord has to say on this great day we want you to come and take your liberty would you put your hands together one more time and receive the man of God in the house today Come on, let's do it unto the Lord.
0: That's it. Do it unto the Lord. Let's do it high and lift it up unto the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't you turn to your mama beside you? Smile real big. Say, hey, mama, we're in church together. What a great place to be on Mother's Day, amen, praise God, hallelujah, I want to first of all give honor to this great church and its belief in its mothers, and uh, I think you ought to give yourself a hand clap, for doing a great job for it today. You may be seated right now, uh, I want to give a few remarks here, but uh, I want to give my mom the highest honors having to put up with me y'all ought to clap and rejoice over that one but I gave honor to my mom she often listens to me preach around the country and um, she was my biggest fan and so mama I love you thank you for always drugging me she drugged me to church no matter how I felt she dragged me drugged me pulled me and brought me to church and because of that I believe it mattered. So, mamas, don't stop drugging your kids to church. It'll pay off in the end. Mm-hmm. Do I hear an amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'll give my wife, the mother of my children, great honor today. I love her very much. I'm blessed with a great wife who knows how to mother our children. A lot of times I just stay out of the way. She does a much better job at it, parenting than I do. I just learned to listen to my wife, and she's probably most of the time correct. So, amen. I would just say all the time, but uh, amen. Well, I give my better half. Amen. Great honor to you today, sweetheart. I know you're probably listening. I love you. Amen. And I also want to give the First Lady of the Rock Church great honor today. <laughs> She is a great mother to all of you in this house. What a great example of motherhood. Sister Williams, we love you. Me and my wife, think the world of you and and Pastor Williams in our life. And we honor you very much so. Amen. And I also want to say, how you doing, Julian? Where you hiding, Bubba? Don't forget to give me a hug before you leave today. All right, Bubba. I think we ought to give him a hand clap. Amen. Praise God. Love that boy. So let's stand, if we could, for the reading of the word. I promise not to take too much of your time today, unless the Holy Ghost decides to do a different route, but amen. Luke chapter number one, we're going to start reading out of verse 28, read down through verse 37, amen. But it is always an honor to be back at my second home called the Rock Church in Fort Myers, amen. my home away from home, always have been, and uh I was here a year ago, Mother's Day. I think it was. I was here a year ago. You know, we're all fighting COVID and having church. We're just going to have church. We're just going to have church. So we're going to have church today. If you believe that, say in Jesus' name, amen. The angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called bearing. For with God... Nothing shall be impossible. So I want you real quickly, in Jesus' name, say, Shut up, devil. With God, all things are possible. Come on, say it with some authority. Shut up, devil. With God, all things are possible. If you allow me for a few minutes, I'm going to preach on this subject, Highly favored and blessed. Highly favored and blessed. Put your Bibles down, lift your hands in the heavens and surrender unto God today. Say, Lord, talk to me today. Help me right now in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord. We praise your mighty name today. We thank you, Lord, right now in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus. I think you ought to clap your hands unto the Lord. Praise God. Turn around to somebody, give them a high five. Say, aren't you glad that you're in the house of God this morning? Praise God. Praise God. Pray for me for my voice. Obviously, we've been fighting some stuff around this church, and we're just going to push our way through it and just have revival. How many believe in revival? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The title mother is often given to a woman other than just a biological parent, if she is willing to fulfill the social role, most commonly either as an adoptive mother or a stepmother, or a biologically unrelated wife of a child's father. Mother goes beyond just biological means. So sometimes you take on the role of a mother That goes beyond just being able to bear children. And uh, that's what I love about the church. The church is the perfect image of what a mother is and what it does. It loves its children, it loves everybody that comes to the doors and wants to wrap its arms around its children continually. And even the mother at times is willing to preach discipline into their life and to preach uh, things uh, to make them grow up and be somebody someday in their life. And so being a mama is a very important role. Abraham Lincoln said, all that I am I ever hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. God could not be everywhere and therefore he made mothers, says a Jewish proverb. There was a person that said, All the rights of women, the greatest is to be a mother. The heart of a mother is a deep abyss at the bottom of which you will always find forgiveness. Some of you come in this house today, I hope you feel the forgiveness of God that exists in our world today. We're fighting devils from every corner, trying to pull, stretch, work on mankind, but there's still something powerful about the mother called the church of the living God. George Washington said this, my mother was the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am, I owe to my mother. I attribute all my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education I received from her. There was a woman by the name of Anne Lindbergh that said, "By and large, mothers and housewives are the only workers who do not have regular time off. They are the great vacationless class. I give honor to mothers who never take a day off. Even when they're on vacation, they're still mama. Mamas do things that no other being can do except the love of a mama that steps up on the scene. And we read here in Luke about Mary, the mother of Jesus. We are a church that does not believe in worshiping Mary. We do believe in giving honor to Mary, but we do not bow down and pray to Mary. Was Mary blessed of God? Yes, but she was not a God in whom we pray to. We pray to the only saving God, and his name is Jesus. We do not pray to some triune God. We pray to one living God, whom Mary was the mother of Jesus. We honor her, but we will not pray to Mary. You got to know something about Mary's background. She was a peasant and a resident of Nazareth, uh, out heart of the city of Galilee. She must have been of the tribe of Judah. We find out if you study the the genealogies of Mary's life. But most importantly, you need to remember that when God saw her, he realized something in her was highly favored, that he chose her to be the womb of God coming down in flesh and being born among mankind. God that stepped out of the throne, born of a woman, a virgin woman, woman. God chose her because she was highly favored of God. And I believe that every mother is highly favored of God. How many mamas around here can wave your hand and say, I got a child right now? Guess what? You are highly favored of God. So when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, we find Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And she sat and witnessed the visits of shepherds and wise men and pondered, the Bible says, she pondered them in her heart. She wondered, really, what is the full purpose of why I'm doing what I'm doing? You'll find often Mary was not often talked about, not often seen in the life of Jesus. You'll find where she finds Jesus again. Uh, When he was 12 years of age uh, saying he's about his father's business, uh, called him home. Uh, And again, you'll find her uh, at the first miracle. You'll find the mother of Jesus there. Uh, She was there to witness the very first miracle. Uh, You'll find during the midst of revival that Jesus was having because they were astonished uh, at his sound doctrine uh, and there was healings and miracles things being done across the country you'll find Mary stepping up trying to to be mama but stepping out of her role and trying to get her son to stop getting so much attention to himself but Jesus knew there was something beyond even the mother Mary could even handle and he called her woman versus mother that day that must have been something hard for her to swallow knowing that now her, her young child is now a young man operating in the things of God. And so we find again, you don't find her really until you see her at the feet uh, of the cross. Uh, there, her uh, weeping uh, over their son's uh, body. Uh, and then again, you don't find her uh, until you see and hear her uh, that she was in the upper room, uh, just like the rest of them, uh, where she had to be filled uh, with the Holy Ghost uh, and fire. Uh, that she was not something you prayed to, uh, but she also had to subject herself uh, to the things of God and that seeing needed the Holy Ghost like Peter, James, and John. I'm here today to tell you to be highly favored and blessed means you're going to fall under the umbrella of God. If you believe that, clap your hands unto the Lord. you'll find mother's house throughout the Bible, mother Sarah being the mother who waited until the Lord finally filled her womb full at a late age in her life. But we find even there that Sarah struggled with the idea that she could be a mama even in a late time of her life. The Bible says that she laughed at God, at the idea that she could be a mother at the late Hey part of her life, but it was here we find that God is now fulfilling the promise of what he told them would happen, that she would bear a child and God was going to give it to her. I'm here today to preach to some mamas. You need to hold on to the promises that God has given you. Don't you laugh and back away from what the Lord has shown you in private you need to look every devil in the eye and says, I refuse to believe the lie because I got a word from God that God said and God will too. We'll find later on, you'll find even Hagar, the one they used to try to bring uh, the promise. Son, or it's a promised child uh, into being. Uh, it was there we find there was a mother who uh, endured things uh, as an Egyptian slave uh, became the maidservant to Sarah. They used her to bring forth a son named Ishmael uh, trying to sidestep the will of God. Uh, but even sidestepping the will of God uh, God looked upon Hagar uh, knowing the destruction that was going on in the home uh, and how Sarah had to get her out uh, and uh, said she ain't Ain't going to make it because Isaac and Ishmael, they ain't getting along. But even God looked at the mother and realized the mother is still going to be taken care of. And in the middle of a desert, God gave them water to drink and food to eat. That's why you got to believe there's something special about being a mama. Even though you may look around you and you don't always see everything like you like, still being a mama is something highly favored and blessed of God. You'll find Rebecca, the mother who believed in obeying God when Isaac's servant told her a man wanted to marry her we find Rebecca became pregnant and in her womb were two brothers that were wrestling inside of her womb the two types of nations that existed in her womb the struggles she went through in order to bear these children I'm here today to tell you being a mama is highly favored and blessed of God oh Some of you may have been through uh, miscarriages uh, or you may have been through battles, uh, just disappointments that have happened, uh, but being a mama is still highly favored and blessed. I tell every abortion clinic, being a mama is still highly favored and blessed. I wish somebody help me right now. I believe we got to believe right now that motherhood is still one of the highest things God looks on and says, I find favor. You'll find the battle between Leah and Rachel, the Rachel, the loved one of Jacob. You'll find there that even though Rachel ...was loved by Jacob, we find that Rachel somehow, hallelujah... Amen. Rachel was loved by Jacob, but Rachel could not give Jacob any children. But Leah, we find good old lazy Leah. Oh, the one that was not most beautiful. She was bearing children for Jacob. And the Bible says out of Leah's lineage came forth, the lineage of Christ. Oh, I'm telling you because she was able to bear children and eventually. Rachel her womb was opened up and she had two sons and one of her sons was the one that helped them during a time of famine oh there's something great about being a mama I'm going to preach it into your spirit tomorrow morning you got to believe right now being a mama is a very important role be a mama it was Chacobet. A mother with a plan. It was there we find a new king in Egypt came, wanted to destroy all the male children. Oh, and he said, "I, oh, I'm gonna, God, I, I can't handle these Israelites. They're outnumbering us. So I want you to kill every male child." But something Jacob said, "No, no, you're not gonna mess with my baby. My baby's a God. My baby's got a plan." My baby's going to be somebody. Oh, and she began to weave a basket. And she said, if I can put him in that river, if I can put him there, I'm going to put him in the hands of God. And God will do something when I can't do nothing about it. There's something about a mama. You put that child in the hands of
2: God and trust God is going to do what he said he'd do.
0: Trust the process. Trust. God, It was Samson's mother, the mother who followed all the rules. You'll find we cannot know for sure exactly who she came from. Oh, but she married a man, Manoah. Oh, but she was unable to conceive again, unable to bear a child. But when God stepped on the scene, oh, that barrenness was opened. Oh, there's something that happens when God opens a womb of barrenness and creates motherhood. There's something that's favored by God. There's something that begins to happen by God. That's why you look at your life and the enemy's trying to lock you down and try to slow down your productivity. you got to say, I still believe a God that's able to open the productivity of the womb. That's Bearing. Why? Because God looks at mamas as highly favored and blessed. Yeah. Mamas, don't you take the back seat to the devil. You don't take the back seat to his lies and his deceitfulness. If God's given you a word about your child, don't you stop fighting for them in the prayer room. Don't you stop rejoicing over them. The one day they come in. Oh, I wish I had some mamas right now. You get a little dance in your spirit right now. What are you doing? I'm dancing upon the word of God that God is going to fulfill. Yeah, the enemy would be good for you to just sit back and do nothing. I remember the time in my life, one of the most critical moments in my life. My mama, I was ready to make a decision. That was the worst decision I ever made in my life. She looked at me, and she pointed her finger at me, and my mama said, you're going to be called. You are, She said, you are called of God, and you're not going to do it. I sat down on the couch, and I saw the finger of a highly favored woman that said, you got to trust God. God, that God will work it all out. I'm here today to tell some mamas, you've got to believe in your God who's able to turn your world around. When you did not think it was possible, God is saying, with God, all things are possible. Go ahead, clap your hands a little bit right now. Go ahead, clap your hands right now. Oh, we got to know, uh, being a mama, oh, being a mama, oh, it is highly favored and blessed. Oh, you can't afford to just throw things and just give up and just throw them in a trash can somewhere and say, I'm done. I've quit. I can't handle any longer. No, mama, you need to put your fingers in the sand and start digging deep into God's word and say, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to believe the Lord is going to let this thing come to pass. Highly favored and blessed. It was Naomi, the mother-in-law, who shared her faith. Naomi and her family fled the country for lack of food and famine in the land. Uh, but it was years later, her husband and her two sons had died, and she was left with Orpah and Ruth. It was there. They were left. What are they going to do? My my husband's dead. My sons have passed away. But Naomi heard, guess what? There's food back at my own land again. There's food waiting for us there. And so Naomi tells her daughter-in-laws, I'm going back where I know there's food, and I know where there's blessings. And she looked at her daughter's in-laws and said, I'm going there. You may not want to go here because the road we're taking, it ain't going to be like you think. Oh, but yes, we find where Oprah, she turned and went back to the heathen ways. But there was a Ruth that said, I like this mama. I like Naomi. She's my mother-in-law. But even as a mother in law oh there's something about her i'm gonna cleave under what she's got you got to make up in your mind i need a naomi that's going back where there's blessings to be had oh and so we find Ruth following Naomi oh that then we find Ruth gets noticed uh, with Boaz Uh, why uh, she decided to find favor with Naomi's blessings that God had in her life. you got to get back to favor again. Come on, mama. you got to get back to favor again with the angel of the Lord's are visiting this hour. It's looking for mamas in this hour that are wanting to come visit and say, you are highly favored. Why don't you go do the work of God? You are highly favored. Why don't you go do something for God find Hannah the mother who kept her promise she could not bear children again we find the baroness the type unproductivity a type of sin the word of God refers to it as but often we find that God always interjected himself in impossibilities in situations that there was no answer God always came in and did things when there was no other way and he stepped in on Hannah's life and Hannah said oh Lord if you give me a son when he is of age I'll give him back to you oh I'm telling you right now That's probably the hardest battle most mamas go through uh, when they raise their kids up. uh, That you got to let them go. uh, And you got to let God uh, do what God does best with them. Uh, I'm telling you, she raised up a Samuel. uh, But Samuel became a man. uh, away from his mama. Uh, That's why you got to make up in your mind, mama. Uh, Guess what? Uh, I didn't raise you uh, unto myself. uh, But I raised you unto God. Oh, God, help me right now. This is where mamas get, get mistaken oftentimes. They think that your children are meant to stay in your household the rest of your life and never meant to grow up and be something for somebody or with somebody. God's plan was for you to always be fruitful and multiply. It is your job to raise them up, send them out, raise them up, send them out, raise them up, send them out. It wasn't God's plan for you to sit there and cuddle them the rest of your life because if you cuddle them, you'll never see them fly. You'll never see them grow. You'll never see them become what God has for them. Samuel became one of the most important prophets of our day. Why? Because a mama that was favored and blessed by God said, my children are yours, God. I didn't think I'd get a whole lot of hand claps out of that one. I wish I had some mamas clapping their hands right now. I wish I had some mamas right now who know they have to give their children over to God right now. Imagine Mary, looking at Jesus, calling her a woman. That must have been hurtful. That's what being highly favored and blessed is all about. Mary, Hannah, is that whatever you raise up, God gave you. And you've got to hand it over to the will of God. Someday, Mary, i to let Jesus go. Even at 12 years of age, he tried to go, be about my father's business. And yes, we know it wasn't time yet, and we understood that. But even still, it came a point where you've got to say, Take my children, God. I know what I'm saying isn't popular, it's not. The most important thing we can say right now, but I'm here today to tell you, oh, God is looking for mamas who are highly favored and blessed of God. That have heard the call and heard the responsibility. Oh, are you going to lay them at the temple? Are you going to let them go and have revival? Are you going to let them go and become what God wants them for them? Mother's heart is a child's schoolroom. Oliver Wendell Holmes out. Youth fades, love droops, the leaves of friendship fall, but a mother's secret hope outlives them all. Abraham Lincoln said, I remember my mother's prayers, and they have always followed me. They have clung to me all my life. Oh, more, most important thing a father can do for his children. To love their mother. Best thing you can do as a father, put your arms around the mother of her children. Say, Thank you for raising my children. And I sit here in a room, I know we got mothers that have no husbands and we got mothers that have no spouses. I'm telling you, your Heavenly Father is putting his arms around you on this Sunday morning and say, hey, you're doing a good job. Keep bringing them to church. Keep bringing them to the house of God. Keep doing the work of a highly favored and blessed woman of God. Go ahead, clap your hands a little bit right now. Go ahead, clap your hands a little bit right now. I wish somebody lift your hand. Come on, lift your hands. And just say, I love you, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. There was a China mother. I can't, even, I can't hardly pronounce her last name, but her name was Lu Exoing, something like that. Well, she was a poor, uneducated woman who supported herself by scavenging through the trash in Jinhu, China. But started in 1972 as she was scrunching through the trash looking for food. She will find her beginning to adopt babies. She rescued 30 babies found in the trash. She took all 30 of those babies that were in the trash during the chaos of the Cultural Revolution. And later, China's one-child policy, extreme poverty, especially in rural areas, meant that some parents dumped their unwanted babies in the garbage. She said, these children need love and care. They're all precious human lives. She only had one biological daughter at the time, but she began rescuing infants she says, I do not understand how people can leave such a vulnerable baby on the streets. She became a mama to 30 other babies. There is a lady by the name of Irina Sedler, a Polish and employee at the Warsaw Social Welfare Department who smuggled, almost 2,500 Jewish children out of the Warsaw Ghetto during the Holocaust, saving their lives. She used the code name Jolanta. She gave these children false identification documents, established temporary non-Jewish identities for them, and placed them in convents, orphanages, and Christian homes. Although the Nazis arrested her, They tortured her and they censored her, censored, sentenced her to execution, she survived because the Gestapo was pride. She didn't give them any information about the whereabouts of those children or the inner workings of her smuggling operation. The mother of three kids herself, she received Poland's order of the White Eagle Award in 2003 because she made up her mind. These 2,500 children have got to have a mama I'm here today to tell you mama we've got to have our mamas our mamas are highly favored and blessed of God Hold she is famous as the mother of Genghis Khan she survived getting kidnapped, widowhood, and being an outcast to becoming the mother and advisor to one of the largest empires in the world has ever known. That when she got captured, she became a wife to one of the clan leaders. And then when he died, she was kicked out of the clan with her children. But one of her children, Genghis Khan, she was able to raise him up to be one of the most powerful empire leaders ever. But oftentimes you're reading history books where as a mama, when she would see Genghis Khan about ready to make decisions such as killing his own brother, she would step up in the middle of it and be a mama and say, Genghis, you cannot kill your brother. We need some mamas to stand up in this hour and say, devil, get your hands off of my children. We need some mamas at home. Son, you're not going to do this in this house. Come on, we don't need some weak back mamas around here. We need some mamas that got a strong back, strong will and a strong love. I am going to raise you right. It's 1980. A lady by the name of Candy Lightner. A hit and run drunk driver killed one of Candy Lightner's 13-year-old twins. Daughters then Carrie. the driver had three prior convictions for drunk driving and had been arrested for 2 days prior for a different hit and run instead of crawling up in the corner and just feeling sorry for what had happened she made up her mind i'm going to do something about this Don't take your loss as something to hide in a corner and feel bad for yourself because still as a mama, you're highly favored and blessed. You're still highly favored and blessed. She decided, you know what? I'm going to create a... Program called MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Uh, she decided uh, I'm going to help uh, other mothers uh, and other parents uh, not have to deal uh, with drunk driving like that ever again. Uh, it's time to understand uh, you might be raising the child uh, of the next revival right now, mamas. As we stand in closing, you might be carrying or raising the one that reaches thousands. It's the preach word of God. Oftentimes I talk to your pastor. He was not raised by his daddy, but his mama raised your pastor. And I look at him, and he's got all the characteristics of all men. But somehow, mama instilled that in your pastor, and he made up his mind. I'm going to be, I guess, what God called me to be, mama. Oftentimes, mama, I don't tell him all this all the time, but his own mama comes up to me when we're in Pueblo. He said, hey, have you helped my son lose weight lately? I said, I don't know, that's a pretty hard task. Well, you need to help him. He's getting too big. He's too busy. That's what mamas do. Because they're highly favored and blessed. How many mamas right now know you have some kids right now sitting in church pews right now? Come on, raise your hands. Now how many you know you got children that aren't sitting in pews? Right now? So should our response be any different? You know what I love about my mama? I go home and see her. I try to make a habit of flying there a couple times a year. My mama's still the same mama I remember raising me during the teenage years, whatever. I got some stories I can tell you about my mama. Good Lord. But what would happen right now if we just decide to respond as mothers of the highly favored and blessed, whether children are here or not, what do you think your child's wanting to see out of you right now? Mary, are you still going to be in the upper room? We know you're at the feet of the cross, but are you still going to be in the upper room? Well, there was over 500 there. Only 120 left. Mary, are you still going to stay in that upper room of promise? Are you going to stay there until you get endued with power from on high, Mary? I'll tell you what a highly favored Mama does. She steps back into it and keeps operating as God saw her when she gave you, when He gave you children. And some of you, it may not—you may have not biologically had that child, but that child became. You might be the one that's raising that kid to have the greatest kid's revival you've ever seen. And that kid could be in your classroom somewhere teaching them. These Wednesday night Bible studies, you might be raising that one Bible study on a Wednesday night teaching that raises up where that one person becomes a missionary somewhere across the world. Being highly favored and blessed is probably the most selfish, selfless position, where you have to do all the work and never being able to be seen, that you're always the behind the scenes. You might be carrying and raising the one that's going to operate in the prophetic I remember when young Trevor, ignite night camp, he hadn't learned, he had a voice yet probably. He still was in puberty probably at that time.
2: Oh,
0: oh. My sister's lost, but it's God's kingdom comes. This is what highly favored and blessed mothers do. I remember old Trevor cried the blues. He didn't get his way. He still does it sometimes. He's married too. But there ain't a time that Trevor at a a drop of a hat won't step and help you do something. Drop of a hat. Yesterday he said, I'll go, yeah, I'll help you, I'll help you. Because a mama highly favored and blessed. prayed tonight, this morning, I say, God, what do you want me to tell these mamas today? You want me to tell you, just go be highly favored and blessed. Go be what God wants you to be. Keep believing what God told you to. And please don't be like Elizabeth's husbands that mocked in her old age from baron to non-baroness John the Baptist. Bible says because he mocked God, God shut his mouth the whole time while she was hiding. If it'd be appropriate right now, Pastor, if we could have all mamas come forward right now. Come on. Some of you may not felt like you've been the perfect mama. That's okay. That's why we're here. Because I don't think there's a perfect mama in this place. There's no perfect rule book out there how to do all this. You know what the perfect place is? That in my weakness, I'm still gonna trust God. When I ain't perfect, I'm still going to lift my hands and I'm still going to magnify the Lord. Come on, mamas. Come on, don't be shy. Now, if you have a mama up here or somebody, you call mama. I want you to come right behind them right now. Huh? And I want you to lift them up in prayer right now. Come on, mamas. Come on, mamas. I need children right now. I want you to find your mama right now. ha. <laughs> Come on, lift your hands. Say, I'm highly favored and blessed. (laughs)
2: Yeah. That's what I'll be. <laughs> I will be what you I wonder how
0: many children would want your mama right now to pray over you right now. I wonder how many children right now would want your mama. Bob? would you pray over me? Would you pray for me, mama?
2: Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah.
2: That's what I'll be. I will be what you called me to be. I'll see you yes, Come on. Hallelujah, baby. My desire. Come on, wrap your arms around my